Hey guys, hope you guys are doing well today. I want to talk about a real candid subject today, okay? Perception. We all have been bitten by that bug. We live by that bug, believe it or not, because you want to believe what you see or what you hear. Oftentimes, we want to believe what we see more than what we hear or what people do. So that's what we're talking about today. And it's especially important in real estate. Because you look online and you see people's hugs or they'll shoot you a check and they'll blur certain things out and they want you to believe they're balling out of control. But do you ever see the whole HUD to see like what money goes where, who's getting paid, um, how much taxes were, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of times there are people that have to be paid outside of even that check that comes into the table, for instance, overhead or they have to go, they're stealing from Peter to pay Paul. And that is true in like everything that we do. But I do not want you guys to be misguided or misinformed or pumped up to get beat down by somebody else's fakeness. So yes, the world of real estate it is very, very, very easy to make money once you get it. So a lot of people um, will see me or talk to me or DM me or email me and say, hey, where do I get started? Um, you know, I want to do foreclosures. I want to buy my first investment home. Okay, so it's easy, right? You just drive down the street, find that vacant house, or focus on what it is that you want to do. And just do it. Write that address down. Try to find that homeowner, okay? But when you do start making the money in real estate, I advise that you not just, unless you have a real solid group of friends that you've been friends with for like more than a decade, don't go blabbing. Don't go trying to say, act like you, you know, don't go try to act like your boss up and be like, oh yeah, girl, I made 20, 30,000. Because one, it's nobody's business. Two, that's how people get hurt, robbed, or stolen from. And three, you don't want to bring your real haters out that early on with your first flip because you will find out who is your friend and who is not because somebody will quickly, that's not there for you. That's not even there yet in life, meaning they have not made the decision to leave their job or they've not made the decision to go towards a field of interest that will garner them the type of money that you're getting. They're going to straight hate on you and they're going to tell you some stuff you don't want to hear and it's going to beat up your momentum. And that's what you don't want. That's why I'm saying don't share everything with everybody because it's not for them. And I spoke about it on my Instagram at your smart investor the other day. And it was showing a lady that was running in the water. Her, um, the dog had got caught out there in the surf and she was trying to go rescue him. Now, friends, are going to be happy for you. They're going to be like, oh, girl, that's good. Let's go celebrate, you know, drinks on me, blah, blah, blah. Your foes are going to be like, oh, yeah, that's cool, girl. And then what else you got going on? Oh, okay, well, how much did this cost? They start asking a lot of unnecessary questions, okay? Now, the most important thing about keeping this business to yourself is because some of us are not built like everybody else. Some of us are highly emotional. Some of us take things the wrong way. Some of us take things personally. And now you're going to start an argument with your friends because they said something out of the way. Well, number one, it was on their business in the first place. They didn't ask you how much money you made on a deal. They didn't, they didn't ask you to see your HUD. You're thinking they're happy for you. So you go over there and you say, girl, I made this. That's why I say you have to really watch who your circle is, okay? If you made 20, your homie should have, your whole circle should have made like 100 grand 
for the week, for the month, whenever you're, you know, you're boasting about what you made, or you should be building them up. You guys should all be on that same real estate team saying, you go, we're all going to join this real estate circle and we're going to invest in these homes. That is what it's all about. Your whole team making it. Okay. Now, everybody on your team's not going to do the same thing. Cool. No problem. Like, for instance, my circle, me and my girlfriends coming out of college, I mean, coming out of high school, going into college, we wanted to start a media company. I mean, I went to school for mass communications. My girlfriend went to school for journalism. My other girlfriend went to school for finances. All right. So she could watch our money, me and my girlfriend, my other girlfriend. We could do the publicity and the journalism and we it would be fly. Believe it or not, we all still have that company. That website is somewhere out there on the internet, guys. It's so funny. It's called Dandelion Media. It is hilarious. We've had the, the actually the website should still be up, Andre 3000 and Khalees in the background. It's a very, very cool concept. I'm still friends with all of them and we love each other and we still laugh and talk about Dandelion Media and we are going to do a podcast one day and it's going to be really funny. It's going to be about something very, very um, near and dear to us because once again, we're publicists. So on the low low, we're very nosy. <laughs> and, you know, that's just something that is like, inner feeling that we all will never get rid of because that's something we want to do together as a collaborative event. And we love it, but that's what we share. That's what we have in common. That's my circle. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. So what I'm telling you is they would be genuinely happy for me. You got to find somebody that will be genuinely happy for you. I don't even boast. I don't even boast about the, the things that I close on or the deals that I make or whatever. My girlfriends always come to me like, hey, girl, I want to do this to help me do this. And this is what we do. They want rental properties. We go find it. It's once again, it's none of their business how much money I make, but they're not hating when they find out that I may have sold a commercial building. They're like, I'm so proud of you. You have to have that team that pumps you up. You know why? Because you go further when your team pumps you up. A lot of people say, oh, haters inspire me. No, they really fuck with you. <laughs> they, they really bother you deep down inside. I want you to come and be real with yourself because people that hate on me, it affects me. It bothers me. Even if I question myself about how real that person was or what is that? What, what was I even doing talking to that person or what is that person even doing in my space? It still affects me to some point. And it affects me to the point where even if I thought about it, not that it affects me that I hurt my feelings, it just makes me reevaluate my situation. Like, you know what? I should have spotted that, you know, I shouldn't even have that conversation and I learn and I keep it moving. But that's why you got to reevaluate your circle constantly. You got to have that group of friends that will love you through growth. They will love you through your pain. They will love you through your identity crisis because Lord knows every time you go through something in life, whether it's a career, a relationship, a moment in time, your personality is affected and the people you are around, they're affected too. And if they're really down for you, their life changes with yours because they're that close to you. We're all connected spiritually some, somehow on this earth. I don't care what you say. I don't care what your religion is. It has nothing to do with religion. We're all connected to some point or some facet of our friends. So had to just mention that because that goes back to perception. I mean, if you think about it, when you're growing up as a kid, your perception is what your parents present to you, right? Oh, well, you know, don't touch that. That's hot. Oh, well, you don't want to eat that. That's going to upset your stomach. So every every time you think of, let's say, if you were or were not breastfed, you think of breast milk, you're like, oh, that's going to make me sick. Or as you get older, you know, you think about certain things that make you queasy. You think about certain things that you don't want to do that remind you of your childhood. So that's where perception starts. But as you get older, you form your own perception. Now, you know, good and goddamn well, guys, that... 
a lot of these people that you see with all this expensive stuff, they don't have a budget. They're broke straight up. And I mean, and I've touched on this before in my last podcast, but I'm very, very serious. Living in Atlanta, where I live, this is the only place I think in the United States where you can reinvent yourself overnight. You can see a girl one day, her name will be Sasha. The next day, her name will be, oh, I'm Melanie. What? I just saw you yesterday with like brown hair. Now you have blonde hair and blue eyes. I'm telling you, this is the capital of fake, fake, fake to fake, fake and more fake. All right. Perception is killing the game here in Atlanta. And I think that's why a lot of people flock here because they want to live this dream, this mastermind dream of fooling themselves that they are somebody that they are not. And when I was in college, don't get me wrong, I had my share of fun. But one thing I've always kept in mind is like what is real and what is not. I always had a very strong family base where my uncle always pushed me and pushed me to to greater. Even when I thought I was winning, And deep down inside, he probably knew I was too. But he was like, oh, you almost there, baby girl. You still crawling. You still crawling. So to me, I always fought to walk in his eyes because he was like the the matriarch of, when I say matriarch, he's, so matriarch is normally referred to as women. But in my family, it's kind of men and women both work the same. So in other words, my uncle was like the head, the head financial analyst of our family. Okay. So he was, if you needed money, you go to uncle. If you need advice, you go to uncle. So I, at a young age, learned I was competitive. So I always was trying to compete with uncle. Like, I got to be better than uncle, man. Man, uncle don't know everything. So that was my perception at a young age. And as I started making money, I started realizing there are a lot of people out here that are not making money. When I started getting my real hoods and I started getting the real estate and I started looking at all of the things that come off at the closing table, like your taxes, your liens, even little crazy liens that are out there, guys, like these mechanical liens that people put on properties that you can't see when you automatically look in GSCCA because they may be lost out there in the oblivion, but they don't have a cancellation, so they're still there. I just start realizing your bottom line matters. Please run title when you get these properties, okay? Title is hella important, but that goes back to my point. So I may say that I'm going to gross $40,000, Okay, going to the closing table, I got a contract for 40000 I say, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to walk away. Taxes, maybe such and such. All right. Well, if you know interest, then you know that interest accrues daily with anything you do pretty much almost. All right. I don't care how it's broken down, whether it's compounded, whether it's conflicted, whether it's just interest. It is going to accrue at some point. And with the, with taxes, I'm here in the city of Atlanta, they they accrue, the, the interest accrues daily and as, long, and as well as a late fee. So when it came down to the closing table, I may have had a $40,000 contract, but guess what? $10,000, came, and I've had this before, it'd be a $10,000 tax lien. And I'd be like, God damn, where did the $10,000 come from? So now you can't really argue with the city of Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got people that say they can uh, appeal these taxes, blah, blah, blah. They know people on the inside. Okay, cool. But you're working against time. Time in the machine. You're the machine and your time. And time is not working on the machine. So... You're going to either close this deal or you're going to pay these taxes and keep it moving or you're going to fight the city and probably lose your buyer and you'll be back at square one and then your interest goes up all over again. So I'm, I have the taxes. Now, now now there's a water bill. Water bills are not listed unless it's a lien, which I've rarely seen this, but unless there's like a big water lien that the 
uh, county files or the city files against your property, you won't see that water bill either. And I've been at the closing table and have gotten a $15,000 water lien, okay? So not in the same deal that it was $40,000, but it was close. It was like a $59,000 deal. So here we go. These are the things that I'm telling you that people don't, when they show you that check, they're not showing you that entire HUD. So what I'm telling you is stop believing everything people just put in front of you for you to think that, oh, when I jump into my first deal, I'm going to make $75,000. i am going to make sixty. You know, my very first deal I did on my own where I, I used my own money. I was my own bank. It was a wash. I broke even. And I was happy as crap to break even because I at least knew I was getting my money back. Okay. It's that it's just really bad when you don't even get the money back you invested in a project. You are just upside down. Breaking even is already embarrassing enough, but walking to a deal where you lose money, man, that is terrible. That is terrible. You guys, you gotta be more aware of what you're getting into. And that is why I promise you, perception is good to some effect. But when you start lying to yourself, about being successful and you're not, you're only hurting yourself. And believe it or not, you're inspiring somebody who was on your heels to do better, to, to not make the mistakes you did. Because some people can see the forest for the trees and they can see the lies. They can see, you know, there's a lot of people on Instagram lying. There's a lot of people on Instagram photoshopping. Please don't photoshop your closings, okay? Let me just break that down. Do not photoshop your closings. Be real with yourself. And, and just believe in yourself. Like, get your own deal. Stop looking at other people's and just living vicariously through what somebody else has. You'll never get it living vicariously. That's called being on the low, low, nosy, okay? Nosy and no good because it's not going to work out any good for you with you trying to find out what somebody else is making and start bragging on what you think people are making. Now, I'm not going to call any names out. But I've been in real estate for a very long time in Atlanta in very different assets um, and very different aspects, excuse me. Um, you'll find me correcting myself a lot of times because if my mother listens to my podcast, she'll be like, oh, that was the wrong way to say that word. So you'll find um, a lot of corrections throughout my podcast. But however, and you also notice my dogs are not in the background today, guys. All right. I'm trying to step my game up. I'm recording in the studio today. So my babies are not in the background. But you really got to keep it real with yourself and get your own projects going, do your own homework and realize that once you start making your money, you will realize who's lying. Certain things just don't sound right. You know, when people say they close, it was, a lot of people in Atlanta say, um, I close like 40 deals a month. Yeah, you hear that silence in my voice? You see the look on my face. Girl, boy, stop. Get out of here. The funny thing is, by the, because I've been in different aspects of real estate, I kind of know a little bit of everybody. And if I don't know one of my previous partners has worked with, so all I got to do is put the word out. As big as you think Atlanta is, it's really as small as it is. Everybody knows everybody. And some of these people are really not going to the closing table, balling how you think they are. And even if they are balling, that's it. They're itching and scratching for that next deal. All right, we're going to cut this really short and we're going to go into our sponsorship segments. Sponsorship, sponsorship, sponsor time, guys. <laughs> we have a new sponsor for today and it's called Gravity Hair and they're out of New Orleans. And 
I think she has some really good bundles. If I wore wigs, I would definitely be copping a few. So go check her out at Shop Gravity Hair on Instagram. We have Front Row, which is the dope, sexy clothing line out of L.A., you can check her out on Instagram at front row underscore. That's front, like the front of a classroom row, the front row of a football game at front row underscore on Instagram. And she just debuted her jean line. And I'm going to go get me a few pair of those jeans because I love jeans. Then we have Slate. It's the jewelry line. And you can check her out at S as in Sam, L as in love, A as in Apple underscore, T as in Thomas, E as in Edward. And her motto is to curate and collect. And I want to go collect that Diamond Cuban link she has on her page. Go check her out. Follow all my sponsors. And last but not least, we got Carolina Culture. And check them out at Nyla Elise Clothing on Instagram. At Nyla Elise Clothing on Instagram. Carolina Culture. Do it for the culture, guys. And now back to your regularly scheduled programming. And we're back. So last segment, we talked about perception, how it's good and it's bad, and how don't believe people that be balling on Instagram. And then they be in Neiman Marcus asking people for discounts. <laughs> discounts on whatever it is. I'm just saying, if you're balling out of control, like you Floyd Mayweather, then you shouldn't be needing a discount, right? However, I just peeped that this past weekend. I was um, walking in the mall and I heard this guy asking one of the sales associates, um, which happened to be another guy, he was like, okay, what's your discount on that? And the guy was like, wait, come over here. Let's talk over here. So I'm just like, really, dude? You if you you shouldn't be down here, like straight up. Like you're down here looking at shoes and stuff. And you got this poor guy walking around the store, probably thinking that you're going to buy some stuff, but you ain't really trying to get his discount. So I wonder what girl you going to take out tonight and take her out somewhere real fly and you really can't even afford the Ferragamo bill or who knows, the... Saint Laurent shoes that you have on your feet it just it just bothers me it kills me and it's almost crazy to think that you know you got to date some of these fake monsters I'm gonna say that these fake monsters in Atlanta because they're in the club sharing bottles of liquor they're in the club in VIP and you know you're thinking that oh they over there they got this whole section da 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 but it's like 10 of them or five of them and they all went in on VIP they're all sharing this liquor. In some instances, you kind of know who, you can really kind of tell and look at somebody who really has it. I mean, they're more reserved. They're normally the ones not trying to stand up, holding their glass up, holding the bottle up, drinking out the bottle. Clearly, those are not the people. Please don't use your perception in that manner to get the actual followers of the group. I mean, a lot of times the people with the money, they're not going to advertise their money on the internet either. They're really not going to advertise um, you know, checks and things like that. They're more like inspirational speakers and they're more um, more concerned about you actually getting the point of what they're saying versus you just trying to get to that check. Because in order to get to that check, that check and keep that check, you got to respect that check. You got to respect the hustle of getting there. And, I, and you probably heard anything worth having is worth fighting for. I'm here to tell you that is true. The first couple of deals I did, you know, and I was watching other people and I was like, wow, they can make that type of money. I want to make that type of money too. It was probably 20, 30 grand. A girlfriend and I had invested and we were young. I mean, she was younger than me. She probably was like 22. And I think at the time I was like maybe 28, 29. And we we blew it. We blew through like $28,000. We made that each on a deal. It's a little bit more than that, but we absolutely blew the money. And I'm not even telling you that to boast. I'm telling you that because that was stupid. I was just so infatuated with perception that when I got my money, I absolutely, I have nothing, I had nothing and I have nothing to this day to show for what I did with that money. And that was like six years ago, probably five years ago. I have, 
it's sad, actually. I shouldn't even be laughing at myself because it's absolutely stupid. But I'm here to tell you that you really got to respect your check. And that's what our little colloquialism is going to be today. Respect your check. So I'm not going to hold you guys up too much longer, but I really want to touch on perception today. Get real with yourself. Get real with your circle. I mean, this is the, the year. I think last year may have been like the year for a lot of people, but 2018, if you're not more conscious, more woke, more astute, more focused on where you need to be this year, I just really hope you don't miss the train, okay? And I'm not talking about that train to Hogwarts that Harry Potter be on. I'm talking about the real train to get you out of your situation, to put you on a different level of of uh, of success. There, there's different plights you can take to obtain the level of success that you want. I advise you to take advantage of it. And then I'm also teaching classes on this stuff. I'm going to Raleigh, North Carolina um, at the end of February right now. It's up in the air, maybe the very beginning of March, but I will be in Raleigh. Um, my partner and I, we will be going, uh, doing Atlanta next. We'll be doing Miami. If you want us to come to your city, please send me an email at the acronym is RUA, Robert Under Adam, Smart Investor at Gmail. So that's RUA, the letters RUA, Smart Investor at Gmail. So RUA, Smart Investor at Gmail. Email me. I read my emails every day. Um, you can DM me on Instagram, whatever you want to do. Reach out to me. I will answer your question. I will give you the honest to God truth and maybe even back it up with an example um, in my career that I've been through the same thing on. Okay. All right, guys. See you next time. Go flip a house or two. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Renegade Radio with your smart investor, Danielle Moore. This has been a CMC production. And if you would like more information on CMC productions, head over to chinweezy.com.